0: You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Dan Van Alsteen, President and COO of RUON. Dan Van Alsteen, President and Chief Operating Officer of RUON has taken on another mantle as the chairman of the American Trucking Association. As the leader of an industry that has been thrust into the spotlight, Dan set many goals in place for an exciting new year. We sit down with Dan to find out what it is about the trucking and logistics industry that moves him and what that has to do with the 1962 Green Bay Packers. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is Dan Van Alsteen, president and COO of Ruan. Dan, thank you so much for joining the show today.
1: It's absolutely my pleasure, Jeff. Thank you for having me.
0: It's great to have you. It's great to speak with you. Uh, Looking forward to our conversation today. But uh, before we get to that, can I ask you to give a small intro to you and uh, what you've done in the industry and uh, currently what you're doing with Ruan?
1: You bet. I have uh, been in the industry my entire professional life. In fact, uh, this spring I celebrated 42 years uh, being in the industry. Uh, Started right out of college in 1981. I joined Schneider National and had a variety of roles. My first role was actually uh, in the evening. I was what they called the off-duty manager, and I ended up uh, learning so very much about our industry during those early days of my career. I really found that uh, the pace and the excitement and the solutions, uh, the problem solving that came with this industry was something I really connected with. And so it became uh, part of me, and I became part of it. Uh, as I mentioned, 42 years and been with a variety of organizations, uh, spent a number of years with Schneider National and with uh, Transport America, joined Ruon about uh, a little over eight years ago and have found a, a place that I am incredibly proud to be a part of. Uh, we have an incredible legacy, 90 years we are celebrating uh, this year, and it's something that uh, the legacy and, and the history uh, all that it took for us to be here, uh, ninety years later, something I'm really, really proud to be a part of.
0: Ninety years is impressive. Congratulations on that, of course. Uh, congratulations also to you. Uh, just a, a little while ago, you were uh, named uh, chairman of the American Truckers Association. So, um, tell me a little bit about that. What does that uh, What does it mean to you to be able to uh, be the chairman of the ATA?
1: Well, Jeff, it's an incredible honor and, frankly, quite uh, humbling as I look at what our industry does uh, in terms of enabling a standard of living that our country enjoys, and to be a part of a leadership team that promotes and advocates uh, on behalf of this essential industry is something I'm really, really proud of. As I mentioned earlier, I have been in the industry for almost 42 years, and the industry has provided incredible uh, opportunities for me, uh, has delivered to me and my family, A standard of living and the lifestyle that uh, we're proud of and very satisfied with. And so my journey to become part of the American Trucking Association is really driven by this uh, need for me to give back and for me to help continue to advocate for our industry. We, uh, at uh, Rouen, we're especially proud, as I mentioned, 90 years, but our founder, our first driver was John Rouen. In 1932, July 4th, in fact, of 1932, he hauled his first load of gravel. And shortly after that time, he recognized the importance of collecting uh, leaders and ambassadors for our industry to create a more unified voice so that it could be heard at both the national level level, Uh, and at the state level. And so John was very influential early architect to this need for a collective uh, association. So he was an early architect to the American Trucking Association and was heavily involved in the creation of the Iowa Motor Truck Association here in Iowa. So on a personal level, for me uh, to be a part of this remarkable Ruan story is something that, as I said, is very humbling and something I'm terribly honored to be a part of.
0: Speaking of being a part of things, uh, when did you uh, start to think that the chairmanship of the ATA was an attainable goal for you?
1: I really don't know if it was ever a goal. I think it was more of an outcome. I think uh, early on I I served, I was very uh, honored to serve as the Iowa Motor Truck Association chairman. Uh, and that really really had great exposure. Brendan Neville, who is the president and CEO of that organization, really helped me understand and created visibility and exposure to the influence and the importance associations have on our industry. And from that, I started to get involved in ATA. I became a, a board member, and it led me to be part of the chairman's journey. And so it wasn't necessarily something I had said, this is a goal of mine, as much as it really was kind of an outcome from the journey that I was on, uh, starting with the Iowa Motor Truck Association. Uh, It's certainly something I'm incredibly proud to have uh, on my resume, but it's uh, really more of the, the outcome of where I started more so than a goal.
0: All right. Fair enough. Now, now that the outcome is where it is, uh, do you uh, have uh, plans in place that you want to uh, focus on uh, or implement uh, while you are serving as chairman?
1: Uh, I do. I really, uh, as I shared earlier, I'm incredibly proud to be a part of this industry. Uh, And and so from my perspective, I want to make sure that I'm out promoting the benefits of our industry. Uh, I talk about the need for our industry to be a first choice career. And certainly, there's no doubt of the need that we have for our professional truck drivers. But there are many, many disciplines from accounting to engineering to data scientists to frontline leaders. This is an industry that truly creates uh, great opportunities uh, for individuals from a variety of disciplines and a variety of skills. And so from my perspective, I want to promote uh, the essentiality and the importance that this industry plays on the standard of living that we all enjoy. And I think people will uh, look at what we do. There's a core purpose to what we do. And I think there's great satisfaction in what we do. And I think people will connect with that. So from my perspective, not certain it's on my agenda or my platform as much as it's something that I'm gonna take a great opportunity when given uh, to promote our industry and to talk about its importance on who we are as a society.
0: Yeah, and our industry really uh, hasn't uh, been more in the spotlight than it has been over the last two-plus years, uh, given what's been going on. But um, uh, speaking of that, uh, are there things that you plan to bring to the uh, ATA that you learned uh, from your time as president of RUAN?
1: Absolutely, Jeff. I I believe um, in the importance and the criticality of people Uh, people that are working collaboratively, people that have a shared objective, a shared goal. Uh, I really think that that people who are working together, that are perhaps disagreeing together, uh, are creating together, are deciding together, uh, they are performing together, and I think ultimately they celebrate together. And it's that importance, that teamwork and the focus on shared objectives that I know Chris Spear and the rest of the staff and leadership team at ATA share those same views. And so I'm excited to be a part of of ATA and to bring the cultural aspects, the great cultural aspects that we have at Ruan, this idea of people first. Uh, When you can empower people and you can uh, truly have them be a part of the mission, there's some really powerful outcomes that can happen with that. So I I hope to bring that uh, that view, that belief, that philosophy to ATA, which again I know was shared with by Chris and his team already.
0: Yeah, can you expand a little bit more on that? What are some of the other uh, ties that Ruon shares with with the ATA?
1: Well, as I touched on it earlier, uh, John Ruon was uh, an early uh, entrepreneur in this industry, and I think um, his involvement early in in the early forties when the creation of uh, the the ATA was really kind of beginning. Uh, So from my perspective, there's some incredible ties. In fact, uh, the early days of of the headquarters for American Trucking Association was the Ruan Transportation Center that was uh, funded by John. And so our legacy and our connection, Ruan and the ATA goes back for decades and the support and this recognition that we have to be a very loud and powerful voice, and a collective voice uh, within the state capitals as well as in the national capital. I think those ties uh, have been there for decades. And I'm, as I said earlier, I'm really excited to be a part of it and to help continue it.
0: Yeah, you use uh, a lot of words like uh, humble and honor and legacy and, uh, and excitement That that's clear uh, in the way that you talk about it. But uh are these some of the things that you love most about the uh, transportation and logistics industry? Uh, what else uh, really gets your um, your juices flowing about the industry?
1: <laughs> yeah, a great question. Uh, my juice is flowing. You know, I, I kind of think about it, Jeff, in, in what I'll call the three Ps. I think about people, I think about pace, and I think about purpose. And that's really what drives me to be able to work with talented professionals that are committed and dedicated. I mean, there's great reward and satisfaction that comes from that. I love the pace of this industry. It moves very, very fast. You think about what it takes to get a driver in a truck and being able to pick up a trailer and pick up a load and deliver it to a consignee and to do it all safely and to do it efficiently and to do it in a way that allows that individual um, truck driver to get uh, reward and satisfaction that pace, that involvement is something I just really, really get uh, excited about. And as I touched on earlier, um, I don't want to sound too aspirational, but what we do every day is truly impactful on our society. Uh, so this idea of purpose, what we do, you know, we're not writing algorithms that allow social media to create more emojis or more clicks or more likes. We're, we're an industry that is uh, truly creating and delivering value every single day. And so that purpose, uh, I think, is something that I, I really connect with. You know, there's no doubt about uh, the great technology. Uh, there's no doubt about the data, the insights that come, you know, the, that stimulate creativity. Uh, but when I think about what really drives me, it is people, it's the pace, and it's the purpose of this industry.
0: All right. Speaking of the industry, then, uh, where do you think we are heading in the next, say, five to ten years?
1: If I had a really solid answer, I would uh, probably not be here. I'd have an island that I own some some South Pacific. (laughs) Um, You know, I'll give you my my view of it. I I think you touched on it earlier, Jeff. I think the pandemic, if there is a silver lining to it, uh, the pandemic and the subsequent supply chain issues, it really highlighted. Uh, who we are as an industry and the importance that we play and the essentiality of what we do. Uh, And I think that has created visibility for a variety of audiences and constituencies. So I think about uh, private equity. I think we're going to continue to see significant investments from private equity. I think we're going to continue to see consolidation as we look on the horizon of the kind of the economic uncertainty. I think that there are going to be providers in our industry that, are going to be in peril. Um, So I think there's going to be uh, opportunities and perhaps just an outcome of of more consolidation. You know, I I think technology will continue to help influence and enable. I think technology that's focused on safety, that's focused on efficiencies, uh, that helps eliminate waste, like wasted time and empty miles. I think the technology that helps the driver experience, comfort and satisfaction, uh, data that comes from the technology digitization. So I think there's a whole host of really terrific things that are going to happen from the technology front that are going to continue to help us as an industry get more efficient, more safe, and more attractive uh, as a career destination, which ultimately then I'll wrap with this idea that uh, we will continue to be an industry uh, that will leverage people in a very positive way. Uh, that will continue to use the creativity and and the brilliance of people. uh, And and I think that in five and 10 years and 20 years, we'll still have uh, individual people that are involved in helping deliver what we do every day.
0: Definitely, definitely interesting. Um, Now, going back to uh, your intro, uh, as a former Green Knight of uh, St. Norbert, uh, up there in Wisconsin. Uh, and and uh, you talked about the three P's. Let's uh, let's add one P there and talk about the uh, the Packers. Uh, who is better, the 62 Packers or the 96 Packers and defend yourself?
1: Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Um, you know, in some ways uh, it, it might be like ranking your children. I'm a huge Packer fan. <laughs> continue to be a season ticket holder to this day. I don't get to as many games living in Des Moines as I did when I lived in green Bay. Uh, this will um, my answer will probably give you some insight as to, uh, to how I think and what I put value in that if I had to pick, if it was truly a, a decision I have to make, it would be the 1962 Packers. You, know, you look at, at the, at the 96 team, uh, obviously incredibly uh, successful but there were a lot of superstars, Brett Farr, for example, and Freeman. And so there was a number of individuals that truly helped deliver the Super Bowl win of 1996. But I look back on the 1962 team and it truly was a team. It truly was a group of, of, of certainly at the time, certainly less paid than the professionals of today and certainly 1996, but they were a team. And uh, they recognized that each of them played a part in the team. While Bart Starr is certainly a well-known name, and Paul Herning was certainly a well-known name, they really weren't the superstars, the individuals uh, that took the spotlight. It was the team. In fact, if if you want to look it up, you can look up the 1962 team. You'll see that their team picture uh, was kind of a very silly picture of them just smiling and laughing. Uh, Not a lot of formality to it. Uh, But they truly won. Uh, They were incredibly efficient. Uh, They had great balance in offense. They were tenacious on defense. And so I believe the 1962 team was the the best team in Packer history, my opinion. And Jeff, uh, opinions are the lowest form of knowledge.
0: (laughs) But spoken like a true Packers fan. That's fantastic. (laughs) Um, One last question then uh, for our audience uh, that wants to find out more information about Ruan and your ties to the ATA and, and all about that legacy, where can I send them?
1: Our website for Ruan is uh, R-U-A-N.com. Again, I'd encourage you to go there. There's some obviously some great background on who we who we are, where we've come from. It speaks to the four core services that we bring to market. It gives an introduction to our leadership team creates great information, some white papers that would allow you to look into some case studies that we've had ourselves. And then for the ATA, pretty simple website, it's trucking.org. And again, a whole host of of great information from events that we're hosting, uh, information sources and resources. So uh, a terrific place for you just to go in and browse.
0: Excellent. Dan Van Alsen. thank you so much for that. As we're recording this, we're heading into the holidays. So I want to wish you and yours the uh, the happiest of holidays. And uh, good luck to you and to Ruan and, of course, the uh, ATA. Uh, best of luck. Stay safe out there. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Take care. Happy holidays.
0: Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get IL. That's bit.ly slash get underscore IL and stay ahead of the 3PL game. or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.